0: this is wicked roadie a wicked good podcast about rhode island events and life hey everybody how's it going my name is mary larson
1: and i am ben DeCastro. thanks so much for tuning in and joining us on the podcast voted best of rhode island by the readers of rhode island monthly magazine and of course that includes you the listeners of this program we appreciate it and welcome to October
0: Yes, it is here
1: <laughs> I know
0: And it feels like it most days, so I'm down it,
1: Yeah, uh, the we, we've had some late weather Which has mm-hmm. contributed to the, the erasing the rain deficit Although it only barely made a pact on it But this yeah. weekend looks to be beautiful And the cooler weather obviously lends itself to so many fall and October-ish activities hmm Um... You had an interesting week, Mary.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, my uh, kids. dealing with the weather. <laughs> One with the, yeah, you know, I'll tell you what, dealing with September means that myself and my two kids get allergies. And the uh, big problem in twenty twenty is allergies look a heck of a lot like some of the symptoms of COVID. Right. So, um, yeah, we had the sniffles, you know, the sneezing, the runny nose, sore throat headache, all of which, thank you, allergies. And then my little lass woke up one day with a very, very low fever. Um, oh but that checked off enough boxes that we had to stay home from school and go get tested. But I wanted to tell people, you know, if you have kids who are involved in your life in some way, shape or form, or if you have somebody who's in the school system, They have created these new sites for testing just for people involved in the K through 12 schools. And, you know, we got to experience it firsthand. Both of my kids, because they both had, you know, allergy symptoms, but, you know, along the same lines, it was awesome. I made a phone call. The phone lines open for it at 730 in the morning. I got my kids into a noon time spot. And it's all done by the National Guard. So the kids were really yep. excited. I I had actually prepared them by having them watch videos of other kids getting uh, the nasal swab yep. and the PPE just to prepare them. You can find them on YouTube. But the people were actually in National Guard uniform. So it was very different look. And yep. it was a trailer with a wall and a plexiglass wall and these giant black gloves sticking out through the wall. Um, And instead of it being a nasal swab all the way up to your brain, Yes. It was just around the outside of it, like the near, maybe, I don't know, the beginning of your nose. And they yeah. told the kids, it's just going to feel like we're picking your nose. And the kids actually laughed while they had it down. They had both a rapid and the regular PCR test, PRC or whatever one it is, the longer mm-hmm. one. And results for the rapid test were emailed to us that night. And results for the regular test were emailed to me. Actually, the very next day um, by like 5 p.m. So they're saying that the turnaround is 48 hours. It was just that for us. And it was a very good experience.
1: I'm glad to hear that you showed them videos in preparation of other kids getting it. You did not make them watch Outbreak. (laughs) probably no. <laughs> a very smart parental move on your part yes <laughs> also now that they've experienced what it's like to have the uh, the, the plexiglass wall with mm-hmm. the you know the gloves going through you should now show them videos of how to sandblast small parts because that's what they do they have like the machine you put it in there <laughs> to be sandblasted but you stick your hands through these, yes they're heavy dewy gloves they're not they're like leather and stuff to protect yeah. your hands but they do it inside a little chamber and stuff, but you stand outside and you just sandblast all the metal or, wow, or, or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. So they uh, maybe they can get a, a career in auto body or some right? kind of small machine <laughs> repair. That could be uh, fun for them. They might enjoy that. I was so, so
0: excited to send them to school yesterday on Wednesday uh, because they'd been cleared and alas, the weather knocked down a tree right before school started. So our school didn't have electricity, but it's back in action today. Back Good. in action. See you later, kids. Take Thank those you sniffly 20, nose 20. elsewhere. <laughs> right. yeah. Thank you,
1: 2020. Just throw another thing onto the why not? the list. Now, did they switch automatically into distance or remote learning? Or was it the school said, we're shutting down for the day? Because that's the whole thing is mm-hmm. now that we have this ability, and I, I don't want to just recall history here, folks, but a couple years ago, I brought this up mm-hmm. on WPRO when I was on the radio <laughs> one day. I say, why we have the technology. Yep. Why, if instead of snow day for because everybody we cancel school at the thought of snow coming (laughs) next week? Yes, like that. It was just it was and it was too much because parents are like, look, this you call it so early and then Mm -hmm. nothing happens. Yes, so that was my argument uh, a while back, Mm -hmm. and they said people were like, no, 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 no. You, you can't eliminate the snow days, can't eliminate the snow days. Well, guess what, ladies and gentlemen uh snow day has been eliminated
0: that it has
1: because you can just flip the switch but my question is did were they able to do that yesterday or was it uh, a complex
0: it was nope it was a flip switch distance learning mode we got the email and they said all right everybody just go into google classroom everything you need is there we did not have any video chat time which i know is often a you know, an element inside distance learning, but yeah, yeah, everything was set and ready to go. And my kids were excited to come home (laughs) and, um, then they realized they still had to do work. So Uh, (laughs) it was all fun, but you know, while they were out being tested, they did not distance learn. They were just marked as absent, but they told me if I wanted to have them do the distance learning curriculum, I could, but that technically, because they were out being tested and they were not feeling well, they were marked as absent. So I think that that's another thing that they're going to figure out as time goes on, you know, for these kids that are just getting tested, not necessarily their entire class, but you know, for a few kids here or there, what are they expected to do? Um, so yeah, it's, it was a neat experience. And I know that most likely at some point during the school year, we're going to have to do it again. So I wanted yeah. to let everybody know it was a good experience for my two kids who are just five and seven, who I think yeah. would have been a little weirded out by this, but they were they were amazing. They were troopers.
1: You know, looking at the long term implications of this and what is going to be the lasting uh, effects of this COVID season that we've gone through, I would imagine for families it's going to be easier to plan that summer vacation because it's less likely that you'll have to make up a week of school yes. days. It will now be okay. It's going to end on this date, and that's the the fact. It because. <laughs> <laughs> there have been times where we've had so many school days that need to be made up, either a uh, mid, you know, like they cancel the April vacation mm-hmm. and the, or they say, oh, look, can we just get two days in here because we've got 13 to make up. And instead of like pushing it right up till July 3rd, uh, it just it, you know, and that just that just uh, uh, adds so many yeah. layers of complexity because it backs everything up which it's just it's crazy so i'm i'm curious I, I mean i think that's one of the good things that's going to come out of this entire thing agreed and, uh so we'll we'll see and plus i mean let's think about this in a couple of years from now mary you know as your kids get older and if they had a snow day and let's say they had to go to you know your your mother's house or or somewhere else because mm-hmm. it, it was just easier mm-hmm. for you to drop them off because you had things to do they can bring their laptop and yes. they can log in from anywhere. They don't have to be in the house or if they had, you could take them to the library or whatever. So yeah. it it does make it easier. It's not like you're inconveniencing a grandparent or somebody else say, OK, they have to pick up everything mm-hmm. and come to the kid can literally just grab their book bag, which they're prepared to do anyway, yeah. and the laptop and go somewhere else. So, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it certainly has opened up a lot of opportunities.
0: Agreed. Agreed. Speaking
1: of open opportunities, Mary, mm-hmm. guess what opens today, the day of this released podcast, October 1st? Drumroll. What is it? It is the jack and lantern Spectacular, and let me tell you, it is incredible. I went last night as part of the uh, the, the preview night. Mm-hmm. It was, y- you drive through the zoo, and when I mean you drive through the zoo, I mean you drive through the zoo. What? You are driving. So you know where you go into the zoo at the Roger Williams Park Zoo uh, in Providence? Yeah. Where you come through the turnstiles or the ticket entry area. Mm-hmm. And then you pretty much just take a, an immediate left and start the going down the trail. Exactly.
0: The water buffalo or whatever they are. They don't know their real that, name.
1: Yeah. The, them. The, uh, right. The <laughs> Flintstones are over there. It's the water buffalo lodge. Um, the, <laughs> your, that path that you walk on is what you drive on.
0: Oh, my gosh. I hope the peacock S- that walks around in there stays home. <laughs> Have you, you seen know, the peacock? I, I no, but I told
1: Susan last night. I said, there, did you just feel that bump? Oh, hey. <laughs> You're Kidding. Bum. Ladies and gentlemen, okay, no. before you call PETA and everybody else, relax, chill out. No. Peacock's safe. Uh,
0: <laughs> but you drive uh, through the zoo, so you go by the elephants. And then where do you go from there?
1: So you go all the way. So drive through uh you, you go down the path you bear right where you you normally would to go by the elephants you're right and then mm-hmm. where you would typically by the giraffes you you hook to the right and that's where the the the, the thing are. swims around yeah. exactly the seals I got
0: you <laughs> you go up
1: to the left and you know as if you're going towards uh the the touch area the
0: farm area and, and the rainforest yep. okay
1: yep and there's actually a gate there before you get to that point there where the Sophie Danforth building is mm-hmm. and the education center, there's actually a gate to the right. That's where you exit. So the pumpkins start as soon as you drive in. They're that whole path. And you go only going at like two miles an hour. So it takes about a half hour or so to get through it. Mm-hmm. But they are all over the place. They are everywhere. It's great because when you go into the parking lots, they have people coming around with food, drinks, and souvenirs awesome you're queued up in a line they drive you right in you turn your lights off on the vehicle or you just leave your parking lights on they ask you to keep your uh, headlights low because uh you know obviously yeah, it's you'll mess it up experience roll the windows down you can crank the heat if it's a cold night if you get the seat heaters mm-hmm. that'll be a, a, a dynamite thing to have they have volunteers all down the path they were so friendly it was so much fun uh, I, Sue and I went last night, we spent $25 on a grab bag of snacks.
0: Ooh, what this was inside? Thing,
1: this thing, it was loaded with popcorn, cookies, bags of chips, fruit roll-ups, Rice Krispie treats, two bottles of water, cotton candy, M&M's, gummy bears. I mean, it was loaded. Awesome. So, uh, it was it was a great value. Of course, they have hot chocolate, they have other beverages and stuff, So, or you can go online and pre-order food, but you gotta go online to get the tickets. You have to... Set up an appointment, or you know, it's timed entry because they don't want obviously a ton of traffic, but they move you right through and it's great. I honestly like this way better than they've ever done because I didn't have to get in line, I didn't have to stand, I wasn't out in the cold. You could see everything, you know, stuff was on my side of the vehicle, there was stuff on Susan's side of the vehicle, so you go a little slower. So, everybody, all the kids, you know, if you got kids in the car, they could see out both sides. So go online, see what the, the, there are a few restrictions as far as, you know, they don't want you bringing in, you know, a, a tractor trailer through there. It yeah. won't fit. Not a good idea, <laughs> but the, but it was fun. It was a blast and oh, we loved it awesome. and the music, you know, music through the whole thing and the lights and everything. They did a great job and you exit, uh, right at the security gate. So when you first go into the zoo off of Elmwood Ave, I believe, mm-hmm. Elmwood Ave, uh, you see there's like a gate off to the left. Uh, that's the exit that's like the back entrance it's like for the staff, the veterinarians that go there and everything
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, that's actually the exit and you know and, and the good news is they have signs to remind you to turn your lights back on. Hey,
0: so. there you go stay safe. So we're-
1: we're excited about it. It's great. It's a good fundraiser for the zoo. They are hurting as are a lot of organizations mm-hmm. this, uh, this time of year because of all of COVID. So it goes now through November 1st, go online. Like I said, get your tickets. It's, it's incredible. It's going to be yes. a blast.
0: Awesome. Awesome. And they do, they have so many, I'm just looking at it now, so many slots available and actually they have, um, early-ish slots still available for Halloween itself. So if there Halloween's looking a little different for you, or maybe, you know, you just want to go do something, um, since we can't have halloween parties obviously <laughs> that's something yep. you can check on out and there is room
1: awesome so listen if you tuned in while you're on the road working getting errands done maybe you're listening to this as you're sitting in queue to go through the jack-o'-lantern spectacular at the roger williams park zoo and carousel village this weekend maybe that's what you're doing If you hear something that piques your interest you don't have to take any notes we've got the notes for you just go to our website wickedroadypodcast.com
0: That's right, wicked fun. Oh, look at us. No, you. No, you. You can go. No, yeah, you go first. <laughs> what do you got, Mary? Uh, speaking of Halloween, of course, you know, tis, tis the month for all things spooky. The mm. Halloween Adventure Walk at the Warwick Mall is happening all of October. So <laughs> what I love about this is as a mom of two little kids, this is probably their second favorite month out of the entire year. You know, of course, there's Christmas and we've got all the Christmas movies and cookies and things like that. But when you're little and you get dressed up for Halloween, you want to find all sorts of reasons to wear that costume. So you can head on over to the Warwick Mall. Um, This is going to be happening. Oh, maybe it's not all October long. Maybe it's just this weekend. So keep in mind, if you want to do it, come on. Oh, no, it is. It's every weekend now through the 31st. Good. Check that out. Phew. Warwick Mall. Head on over Fridays and Saturdays between 4 and 7. Uh, They're going to be in front of Target and it's a adventure walk character experience. You're going to have people, amazing Spider-Man, Batman, Ninja Turtles, Winnie the Pooh, SpongeBob, Star Wars characters. All these people are going to be there and you're actually going to be like walking through this experience. So they'll be allowed for social distancing and it's free. So raffles, prizes, backdrops and sets, cool places for you to take a photo. So once again, if you're kid already has their costume and they want to just do something different maybe go meet r2d2 or yoda i don't know lots of different cool people to check on out you're going to want to head there on a friday or saturday from four to seven and as i said it is completely free
1: awesome uh i'm I'm curious how many people are going to show up as the calamari ninja that showed up in the uh the 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 political uh committee thing yes good time calamari Uh, ninja very popular costume this year truly
0: truly (laughs)
1: <laughs> Folks, if you're looking to do something that's a little historical, how about the Providence Walking Tour? It's a spectacular tour through the heart of America's most prettiest and prestigious cities. I call it prestigious. It's pretty. Uh, it's a two-mile stroll. You're going to explore the magnificent architecture. You are going to learn about the history. And you're going to pause in some beautiful settings. Now, I, Mary, a lot of people... They they live here their entire lives and they don't even understand the history or mm-hmm. some of the amazing things that took place in Providence over its history. This is a wonderful thing. It's put on by Experience Rhode Island. It is on Saturday uh, and for the next couple Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Go online and get your tickets. It's it's really. This is you're going to learn a lot and you're going to thoroughly enjoy this. Bring your camera well you have your phone, but make sure you've cleared (laughs) off all the photos because you want to make sure you get it uh, get it right. But this is exciting. Uh, It's it's a little bit of history Mm -hmm. and, you know, it might be a good time to try something different. So Saturday is 10 a.m. to noon. The Providence Walking Tour put on by Experience Rhode Island.
0: Listen, if you love to walk, you want to get in all those steps. Not only can you do the Providence Walking Tour, but the first Saturday guided monthly hikes is going on through Revive the Roots. So Revive the Roots is actually this nonprofit organization located right in Smithfield. And their whole mission is to help people um, create more fun spaces and education through Being outside. So Mm -hmm. what they're going to be doing is having this guided hike taking place. I think it starts at 10 a.m. on Saturday. Yes. So it'll be about 10 to 11 a.m. And it is a 16 acre property, edible forest gardens, vegetable gardens, sheep, chickens, uh, all this beautiful kind of stuff. You're going to be doing a one and a half mile hike. Of course, you're going to want to dress appropriately. But why I really want to let you know about this is this is taking place every first Saturday. And so you're going to have the outdoors. You've got that outdoor space and the wind and all that good stuff that we want to be right now. It is only limited to 15 attendees. So they are having you register beforehand. And as it gets colder, they're going to be doing this. On a snowshoeing experience. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Really, really cool. So well, tickets to this are only five dollars, um, and it sounds like a really great event. And as I said, it'll be ongoing for the first Saturday going forward.
1: Very cool. It is time for Totally Toddler Tuesdays over at United United Skates Thursdays. Yes. Got you. What did I say, Tuesdays?
0: It's all good. You st- you loved the alliteration, so I just want... <laughs> well, uh, it's,
1: a, it's a triple T coming yes. at you on this Thursday, the day that this all releases. Of course, this starts today, the day this releases, but it's good to note that this is going to be happening ongoing. It is Totally Toddler Thursdays, Thursdays from 9.30 to 11.30. Five and under can go to United Skates of America and you can either a learn to skate or bring your ride on toys mm. to use on the rink. Hold on, now, ride
0: on toys? Elaborate. Yes.
1: Yes. So it is those kind of like those little four-wheeler little push along things like power you do wheels? with your feet? No. Okay. Power wheels and two-wheel bicycles are not <laughs> permitted?
0: Okay, good.
1: But you can bring like, you know, uh my nephew had this little fire truck thing that he would. Oh, you know, okay, yeah, you walk, push you know, with your feet. It, well, he, you could sit on it, yeah, and and like move it with your feet, or you could go from behind. And this is to give you a nice indoor, clean, bigger space mm-hmm. to have a little bit of fun with a younger crowd, so yes. five and under. So you're not going to have you know teenagers or or young adults really blazing through there at high speeds on having a good time this is all that that totally toddler thursday mentality and they have skates there if you mm-hmm. want to rent them but you can like i said bring the ride on toy and just it's it's indoor play because so many places like you know like libraries that people would resort to for something to do with a toddler mm-hmm. uh, it, it's really tough right now obviously we've been to united States of america they're a bigger location they're in rumford Rhode Island it's a it's a big indoor space so that's a that's a wonderful opportunity there totally toddler Thursdays and uh like I said we got the link there you can check it out it's it's a 30,000 square foot multi recreational facility if you've never been to U.S. it's so good skates so just trust me it's you're gonna be happy you're gonna be it's gonna be great time and you're going to maintain your sanity
0: there you go Time for Wicked Tasty, and I'm not gonna yes. lie. When I saw what you had down in this Google Doc, mm. I drooled and got so hungry I had to go have a snack.
1: <laughs> Did you really? Oh, well, i I could. Uh, it's about could my I... favorite
0: food. My favorite yes. food, Ben. Tell us more.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, Sunday is National Taco Day. So, I'm curious, what is the best place in Rhode Island to get tacos? A call point. in four oh one, I'm going to give you Mary's cell phone number. Whenever you <laughs> listen, you just call her and ask her. No, uh, I so I went online. So I've gone to a few taco places. Okay, uh, I've been to the, uh, the 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 home Poco Poco Loco Taco. Yes, that's the the, the home of the best damn taco, as they yep. say. Uh, And I actually went there with uh, a few years ago with a rep from a radio station and they said, oh, you know, let's go get the best damn tacos. Here's the address. I'm like, all right. uh, okay, sounds good. We go there. Sure enough, there's a sign home of the I'm like, oh, okay. well, that's why I thought it was just a personal opinion. (laughs) But uh, I I found a list of the uh, what the best things Rhode Island, which is American towns media put together as the top. Taco shops, but we don't want to hear from the list. We want to hear from you, Mary. What do mm-hmm. you think is the best taco?
0: You know, spot? I gotta say um, the Poco Loco Tacos. They're awesome. I oh, like. I, I didn't choose poorly. Yeah, they. Thank you. It was. That's a good choice. It's a good choice. I also like Tio Mateos in East Greenwich, but I do more like um like a taco salad thing through them, and uh, Poppy's Tacos is great. Okay. Poppy's Tacos in Cranston, it's funny a lot of the great taco places because there's also, there's Poppy's Tacos and then there's Paco's Tacos um, all within, I don't know, two miles from each other, and then yeah, we've got the Poco Loco Tacos, they just like peas peas, alliteration um, with tacos in Cranston (laughs) lots of tacos here how about you? Now, uh
1: I, I am a fan of the, the place I went to there, the, the Poco Loco Taco there. Mm-hmm. That was great. That was delicious. I had a good time there. Uh, so I'll go with that. Of course, I've always enjoyed Tito's, mm-hmm. um, although I think they've closed their, uh, their full-out restaurants. But nonetheless, back in the day when it was open, I've gone there. I have never eaten at Taco Bell.
0: In your life?
1: Never. Wow, I want nothing to do with the place.
0: You know, that's that that's admirable. Thank you. I cannot you. say the same. <laughs> yeah, okay. You know, you went
1: to college and I didn't, so that <laughs> might that might explain some things. Yeah, I've never I've never done uh, never done Taco Bell. So, but there's like Tallulah's Takaria, mm-hmm. There's La Lupita in Onlyville, and you know, to be quite honest, when I first saw that it was National Taco Day. I thought okay this is all about Rhode Island National Headquarters the founding place of Taco Industries where they make pumps and industrial supplies.
0: Oh, uh, John yeah. Hazen
1: White Jr. that is not the case. Very different. No, this is the edible tacos. Yes. So uh, maybe he has his own other day, but <laughs> Sunday is National Taco Day. What we'd love you to do is go on our Facebook feed and tell us your favorite place, not only your favorite place, but what's the order? What is the order? What is the the menu item of mm-hmm. choice? And uh, we will certainly share that with the share it with the class. Share it with the fellow will. taco lovers.
0: That's,
1: it. <laughs> That's right. Taco lovers unite <laughs> All
0: right. If you've been driving and hearing about all these tacos has made your stomach ground grumble. We're sorry, but don't worry. We're not talking about food anymore. We're actually talking about something that is wicked nice. You see, mm-hmm. with the arrival of fall, organizations across the state are making adjustments to their programming to ensure they safely remain accessible to Rhode Islanders and serving their communities. This week, three of our most recognizable nonprofits are recruiting volunteers for seasonable opportunities with the help of the United Way of Rhode Island.
1: All right. We've talked about them earlier in this episode. Roger Williams Park is looking for nightly volunteers for the drive through Jack O'Lantern Spectacular. Going on now through November 1st, you can help the zoo run a spectacular way for guests to enjoy the Halloween season during COVID. Ticketed attendees will be staying safely away from you as the volunteer. You're just kind of guiding in various areas, maybe inside or out in the parking lots, if you want a chance to help out this incredible, incredible Opportunity to help keep the zoo up and running. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the email address for you. It's pumpkinvolunteer at rwpzoo.org or just go to our website for the listing.
0: Being the Ocean State, Save the mm. Bay always needs help. And what they're hoping for you to do is to use this app It's called Clean Swell. Like you think of the swell of a wave. Clean Swell app. Um, It's an easy way to beautify your favorite spots and track what you've accomplished. All you need to do is download the app. And if you go to the water, if maybe you take a walk along one of the local beaches, um, you just start cleaning. You know, Maybe normally you pick up a few pieces of trash anyway to leave it better than you arrived on it. And then you record what you pick up. All of the data is going to go to the Ocean Conservancy. how do you even say this word, conservancy for research on marine debris. It's a great opportunity for those who want to help clean up in their daily walks or whenever you just feel inspired. So once again, you just look for the Clean Swell app.
1: And where does all that data go to?
0: The Ocean Conservancy. (laughs) Got it, the fourth time.
1: I would have just said the ocean place. (laughs) It goes up to the ocean cloud.
0: Yeah, the
1: ocean hey, cloud. <laughs> committed to transforming and building the community, Waterfire has focused on creating new and safe events inside and outside its arts center. Art Mart is the outdoor pop-up art market that connects artists with the community by providing a safe venue to sell their work. It'll be held on October 10th and the 24th. They need volunteers. The reason why we're telling you about it now is because they want to get you signed up. They need your assistance, so please contact... Karen Entwistle over at WaterFire, volunteer at waterfire.org. Great people over there at WaterFire and glad to see they're still doing things to to help uh, keep the arts community going.
0: Exactly, definitely. Folks
1: as we said at the beginning everything we talked about today can be found on our website com.
0: I forgot to say something important. If you wanted to learn more about the United Way of if you need assistance, all you need to do is dial 211 and they're going to help you get connected to the help you need. <laughs> but
1: in so many different languages. Too, oh, by the way. Yes. Yeah, it's in like insane amount of languages.
0: They got you covered. Um Ben talked earlier. We would love to know where you get your tacos. How you like mm. those tacos? Maybe you're out doing something autumnal enjoying October use that hashtag wicked roadie or check us out on Facebook and Instagram
1: hey if you're looking to get your message directly into the ears of our listeners or any of that of the Mary and Blake media podcast family of wonder wonderful things that are that's out there uh, if you want to be part of any of the 732 (laughs) podcasts that they produce you can email us, WickedRodyPodcast at gmail.com, or reach out to us on Facebook.
0: We do keep busy. Well, until next yes, we time, do. I'm Mary Larson. And I'm Ben Castro. And you've been listening to Wicked Rody. We'll have more for you in the very near future.